Father, we thank you for another Sunday in the month of May 2020. Thanks for another privilege. Please speak to us and bless us as we listen in Jesus' name. Last Sunday, we spoke on the theme, Jesus fed the crowd from Matthew chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. The one we will discuss briefly this morning is Paul survived snake bite from Acts chapter 28, verse 1 to 10. I read from NIV Bible, but only from verse 1 to 6. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and as he put it on the fire, a viper driven out by the heat fastened itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Remember the team, Paul survived snake bite. We discuss this under five main points. One, Paul's perils as an apostle. Two, the unusual kindness of the barbarians. Three, Paul's encounter with the viper. Four, the expectations of the barbarians. Five, Paul's victory over the viper. Now, the first point, Paul's perils as an apostle, that is his exposure to risk or harm. We can see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 33, Acts chapter 27, verse 1 to 44, and Acts chapter 28, verse 1. Paul was a terrible persecutor of the church before he had encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ on his way to Damascus. He became one of the greatest apostles of Jesus Christ and he had the following experiences. He was in prison frequently for Christ. He was stoned once. He experienced shipwreck three times. He was beaten with rods three times. He was severely flogged five times of 39 lashes each by the Jews. He was exposed to death again and again. He was in danger of cold and nakedness. He was always in danger of rivers, seas, bandits, gentiles, fellow citizens, false brethren, and so on. He was under stress and pressure always because of Christ. He labored and toiled severally without food, water, and sleep. He was lowered in a basket from the window to escape from enemies. In Acts chapter 27, he experienced a terrible shipwreck that almost took his life, but God delivered him and he landed safely in Malta, where we had the barbarians or the islanders. He said it in Acts chapter 28 verse 1. Now, that will lead us to the second point, which is the unusual kindness of the barbarians. In Acts chapter 28 verse 2, Paul testified that when they landed safely, the barbarians or the islanders showed them an unusual kindness. What did they do? It was rainy season and there was much cold, which affected Paul, coupled with the shipwreck. The barbarians welcomed them warmly, receiving them with joy. That's hospitality, one of the qualities of a good Christian. They made fire for them to warm their body and Paul was happy in those days, especially in farm settlements, when it rains torrentially and you are drenched from the bush and and. On arrival, someone makes fire for you and gives you blanket. You will never forget that person. So those people showed unusual kindness to Paul. 
in this critical time how many people have you showed kindness to putting smile on their faces in your family in your neighborhood in the church in your office in the public places and so on when something unusual happens we should do something unusual to get rid of it as i said it the other time now the third point is paul's encounter with the viper acts chapter 28 verse 3 he gathered some woods and put them on the fire for more flames so that they quickly regained their strength he did it to complement the efforts of the barbarians so that they would not just be spoon fed like that and the lesson we can learn from it is that when you see somebody helping or assisting you you should also try to complement the efforts of that person not that you just fold your arms also make efforts to be a giver and a blessing to others not just receiving as paul made that effort an enemy came from nowhere trying to frustrate his efforts and that enemy was the viper a viper which was hidden in one of the woods violently came out because of the heat of the fire bites paul and hangs on his hand i pray that every enemy frustrating your efforts in life be frustrated and disgraced in jesus name efforts to gain admission efforts to go for further studies to get job to be promoted to get married to build houses to buy a car to run businesses to make your family better to travel out of the country to sponsor your children to school to make your life better efforts for your husband your wife your children or yourself to enjoy sound health to have a happy home and so on shall never be in vain in the name of jesus remember the viper was hiding in one of the woods but as it could not resist the heat it had to come out in one of the houses i lived as pastorium we chased a snake and it entered the hole of the fence from the top i said what will i do to kill this snake today i put water on fire and when it was very hot i poured it into the hole it came out in anger and i killed it I pray that every enemy hiding in your home, in your environment, in your compound, in the church, in your state, in Nigeria, and the entire world causing havoc, fire will bring it out and it will not harm anyone in the name of Jesus. I still believe that if not for physical distance and some other reasons, if Christians come together and pray a corporate prayer, hot one, believing that we will not be infected and we all have one voice in faith. And there is no Thomas among us and the government allows it coronavirus will run away i equally believe that if we stay in our various homes and pray god will answer us because christianity actually is personal relationship with god through our lord jesus christ but the question is are we praying at home vipers are very dangerous they are a family of venomous snakes found in most parts of the world they are of various types up to 30 in various colors we have the pit vipers, the horn vipers, the copperhead vipers, the macro vipers, the rich vipers, the poor father, and so on. Recently, the Inspector General of Police inaugurated Operation Poor Father to tackle insecurity along Abuja Cardinal Road and some other parts of the country. When vipers bite, it causes pain, loss of blood, swelling of the body, necrosis, that is, death of cells and tissues in the body. It affects the body and it can make the mouth dry and mostly results to death. In most cases, it is a death sentence. Even if it is not a viper, snakes generally are scary. The nature of the body, 
the movement, the corner life, and so on, that no one will see it without shaking, shouting, or raising an alarm. And that will lead us to the fourth point of our discussion, which is the expectations of the barbarians from Acts chapter 28, verse 4 and 6. First, they were counting Paul's misfortunes, they say from shipwreck to snake bite, and they concluded that he was a murderer, meaning that it was because of his sin that he was experiencing those things. It's like saying, Mr. Man, check your life. Why are you experiencing all these things? I don't know what people are saying about you, but what God says matters most. Judge not that you will not be judged. They expected that Paul would swell up and die suddenly. And this will lead us to the last point of our discussion, which is Paul's victory over the viper. From Acts chapter 28, verse 5, victory at last, and that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. He shook off the beast, that is the viper, into the fire. Shake off that beast into the fire. There's a song like that. Survived it and didn't die as expected. The people changed their mind and called him a god. Yes, every Christian is not just an ordinary person. You carry God's power, spirit, and glory. And if you become a terror to the kingdoms of darkness, they will call you any name. They can call you any name. Remember, they said that Jesus was also using the spirit of Bezebub to perform miracles. In conclusion, if you look at chapter 28, verse 7 to 10 of where we read, following this victory, Paul was accommodated by a man called Publius. He was the chief official of the barbarians in the Ireland. He had an estate. He invited Paul to his estate and hosted him for three days. The father of the man was having fever and dysentery. Paul healed him. Many other sick people came and he healed them. They honored him and when he was leaving the place, they gave him many gifts, meeting his needs at the moment. Remember, these people expected that Paul would die suddenly. I pray that as many that are expecting your downfall, you will rise and they will rejoice with you. As many that think you will not be able to get admission, you will not be able to get employment, you will not be promoted, that you will not marry, you will not give birth, that you will not build your house, you will not be able to have a car, you will not be able to complete your project, that you will not succeed in your business, that you will not survive that sickness, that your marriage will crash or it will not last, that you will not be able to complete your studies, that you will not be able to get your certificate, or that you will die in hunger or poverty. Or that you will be sacked from work. God will do it and they will see it and rejoice with you in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are experiencing in your life that is not palatable, you will come out of it. You will be honored and God will grant you victory. Have faith in God and don't see it as death sentence. You will survive it. We walk by faith and not by sight. Not by dreams. Not by what we are hearing about coronavirus every day, not by what uh, doctors are saying, not by what people are telling you, but by faith. We appreciate God for this, and we pray that he will continue to keep us in his bosom in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this moment of victory. I pray that as many that have heard this word, you bless them. This COVID-19 that has locked us down, and is moving about freely all over the world, please God, lock it down so that we enjoy our freedom. Freedom to resume worship in your house, freedom to move about, to resume school, to go to our offices and to go about our normal businesses. God, grant it unto us in the name of Jesus. 
And I pray that as we enter the new week, we you protect everybody. You keep your people in your bosom. No harm will befall them. No calamity will befall any. The Lord will be with you. Testimony will be your portion. In Jesus' name. Fire!